You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. If sunshine, sandy beaches, turquoise water, tacos, and chips and guac on repeat sound good to you, then keep listening as we share how you can visit three different resorts in Mexico using points. Welcome to the Travel Hacky Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. In today's episode, we are going to talk about a few of our favorite resorts in Mexico that we visited in 2022 using points and miles. So let's get to it. Okay, so I'm going to get us started. Earlier in 2022, well, mid-2022, June, I took my family to the Hyatt Ziva in Cancun, and my parents came too. My mom and I had actually been there in October of 2021, right, mom? Yes. Is that yes. right? October we checked it out first and loved it. Yeah. So while we were there, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to bring my kids back here. Like, this place is so fun. So that was right after we got back. I was like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? We ha- I have four kids plus my husband. So that's six of us. And it's an all-inclusive resort. And so booking it with a family can be a little tricky. So how it works is Hyatt charges 25,000 points a night at standard pricing for two people. And so that would cover me and my husband. The, my littlest at the time was one and a half. And so he was free, which was fabulous. But then I had my three other kids that we had to pay for. So I elected to use points to pay for... Well, we had to book two rooms. So we paid another 25,000 points a night for two of my my two oldest. And then for my second youngest, I decided to pay cash for him. So he was $110 a night. So in total, I paid 250,000 points a night plus $500 for my family of six to stay for five nights, all inclusive. And I know that that probably seems like a ton of points and it is but also you have to factor in that it's all inclusive and so basically once you pay those points you are set for the entire vacation you don't have to worry about budgeting money for food and activities and all that because it's all included right so yeah it was amazing so literally outside of that we didn't pay for anything else except our shuttle to get to and from the resort which I know people are going to, I know you're probably wondering who do we use for our shuttles. We always use Happy Shuttle when we go to Mexico. Super easy. And so that was $60, I think, round trip for a private shuttle for my family. And then we paid, like, we did some tips along the way. But really, like, that was it. I know everybody gets confused about how you go about booking it because you don't actually do all of your booking online, do you, Alex? You actually call the hotel to add the person that you're going to pay cash for. Can you explain that to everybody? Yeah. So I actually, I contacted the hotel to ask them, or you can contact Hyatt. So let me back up. How I booked it is I booked one room with points 
And I in that room, I put in like one adult and one kid. And because they're going to ask you for the ages. And then the other room that I booked, I did adult and a kid and a baby. And then I contacted Hyatt and I said, hey, I have this booking. How do I pay cash for my kid? And they said, or and how much is it going to be? And they told me it'll be $110 a night and you'll just pay at the hotel when you check in. So I didn't actually talk to the ho- the actual hotel. You can contact them, but they're just going to tell you to pay when you get there. And I don't know when, if you're listening to this, I don't know if they're still having this issue. But right now, I've had some people reach out on Instagram and just asking like, oh, I'm having trouble booking this. When I put in kids, it says it's unavailable. So if you're having any trouble, I would just book it for the adults and then contact Hyatt to add your kids to the reservation. But there's a like there's a lot of different ways you can book this. If you don't have all of the points, you could and maybe you don't have four kids, you can book one room for two adults and then pay cash for two kids. So you can kind of make this work so you can use more points and less money or more money and less points. So it's really flexible how you want to book this. So tell us about the activities and the food that you had there. Let us know, was it good? I know sometimes all-inclusives can be like a little bit iffy on the food. So give us all the details. Okay, so I will admit that like I haven't done a lot of all-inclusives. In fact, I've only done two. I've done Hyatt Zolara, which is the adults only. And my mom and I went there the same trip that we went to Ziva. We went there first and we didn't really love the food there. So when we went to Ziva, we were like, okay, hopefully this is better. And it was so much better. We really enjoyed the food. Even my husband on the trip had very low expectations. And he was very pleasantly surprised by how good the food was. I will say like our favorite place there, it's called Pastelas. Is that right, Mom? Did I say that right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. It's, it's not only the children's favorite, it's also grandma's favorite. <laughs> so it's like a little, it's not a restaurant, it's just like a store, basically. But obviously everything's free and they have gelato, they have cakes, they have popcorn, suckers, like gummy worms, gummy bears. And you can just go in and get all the candy and treats that you want. And we would go there multiple times a day. Like speaking of entertainment, too, they have like nightly shows. So our routine was we would go to Pastela's, get our treats, get our popcorn, go straight to the nightly show and have our treats and our popcorn to watch the show. And then sometimes after the show, we'd get some more and take it back to the room. Like they had these little tiny cheesecakes that had like raspberries all along. And it was that was my favorite treat there. It was so good. They also have like like a tempanyaki type place where for that one, you have to make reservations. They have like a good steakhouse. They have habaneros is like on the beach and they have tacos. And we loved that. Um, There's a restaurant. And if you go to the Thai restaurant, the focaccia bread is so good. We really loved it. And the breakfast, we would always just go to the buffet for breakfast. And there, it is huge. They have like crepe stations, fruit, like you could get prime rib for breakfast or a ham, like we're at a carving station and quesadillas and tacos and like smoothies, literally whatever you want for breakfast, they had it there. And my kids loved it. Like that was the most fun part about being at the all-inclusive is 
being able to say yes, like whatever you want. Yes, you can have that. You want a pina colada every single day, twice a day, three times a day. Sure, you can have that. So that was so fun to not even have to think about money while I was there. One of the things I really loved, Alex, was watching her boys order these pina coladas. And later on, they learned about a pink panther. And they would order these um, drinks or they'd have me order them. And every time they'd stop and they'd go, wait, Grandma, did you tell them no alcohol? And I would just crack up because they're seven and a nine-year-old little boys. Like, yeah, I think the waiters got that figured out. But they were having so much fun ordering all these drinks and getting everything for free. They couldn't even hardly fathom it. That is hilarious. I love that story. Yeah, it was so funny. And then another thing that I loved there with the food is at lunch, like during the lunch hours, they'll have different like food trucks and carts out where will where they will have different things. So like they'll have like a hamburger station and a salad station and you can get fruit or like mangoes like they have the whole mango on a stick. And my kids loved that. They'll have like taco station and all these things that are just open for a few hours during lunch. You, if you want to just still stay by the pool, you can stay by the pool, go to the truck instead of having to go into one of the restaurants. And we really loved that as well. And then as far as activities, there is a kids club there, which is great. They have, so the the resort's kind of like on the end of a peninsula. And so they have two beaches. So one beach is definitely busier. You'll see some like, it's, it's like um along the hotel zone, that side of the beach. And you'll have locals there and it's like nice waves. So my kids loved going there to like body surf and play in the waves. And then on the other side of the hotel, which I feel like it's more of a like the hotel beach has it's like a way calmer. They have paddle boards and kayaks and all of that is included with your stay as well. We didn't spend as much time there because in July there was a lot of seaweed on that side of the beach. But in the on the other side, there was like there was no issues of seaweed. But when my mom and I went in October, that side of the beach, the calmer side right by the pools, didn't have seaweed. And it was so pretty. Like the water was so turquoise and just perfect. We loved it. So probably just depends on what time of year you're going. Yeah. Yeah. The time of the year. Yeah. And I I would just like Google like when's the best time to avoid seaweed in Cancun? Because there's definitely times of the year where it's worse. But it was nice that we had one beach that was still good, even though the other one was not looking so so great. One of the things I loved were every night they have a nightly show. And most of them were pretty, pretty much kid-oriented. But, you know, I enjoyed them, too. They were really fun. And I remember that one night, Alex, that they had little games all around the perimeter upstairs that kids could play. And so they could play all these little games like throwing hoops over bottles or. Yeah, like little carnival games. Yeah. So it's really fun that way. And one of my favorite things, too, was they have in the mornings, they have a fresh um, churro station and the boys loved us. So we would always every morning go um, before breakfast, we'd go get our fresh churros and we could get caramel or chocolate sauce. And that was one of our things that we really love to do, too. Y'all are making me really want to go to the Ziva, like, just for the food. Yeah. Um, we're going to be back. Like, I don't care if there's seaweed. Like, give me, like, some churros and some crepes and some cheesecake, and I'm good. Like, yeah. They, I mean, we're going back for sure. There's no question about it. It's just a matter of a when. 
The thing that'll stink now, though, is I'm sure next time we go, I my little one, I think once you're, I think two, it's two and under that are free. So he's going to be three probably in the future when we go because he'll be three in the fall. So, and we don't have any plans to go before then. I'm like, oh, maybe I should hurry and go before he turns three and I'm to pay for another person. Yeah, you need to like squeeze it yeah. in. So anyways, we like all loved it so much. It was so fun. Another thing too is during the day. So there is like two different pool areas, but they, they're very big pools. And they have different activities at the pool. And the staff there is so fun. They'll have like music competitions where they play a song and whoever raises their hand first of the people in the pool, if you get it right, what question it or what the song is, you'll get a point and then they'll have like prizes and just really fun activities for the family and for kids to do while you're out at the pool to like keep you entertained there too. So yeah, that's it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, we loved it. So we also just got back, what has it been, guys, about a couple weeks ago. We decided that we, we had a milestone we reached, we were excited about, and we decided to celebrate and go to Mexico. First, it was going to be Houston, then we changed it to Mexico, you know, which I think was a really good choice. <laughs> now, well, the reason for Houston is we were like, oh, we'll just go to Houston. That's where Jess lives. And it's going to be way better weather than Colorado or Denver. And then Jess was like, wait, why are we going to Houston? Let's go somewhere fun. Let's go to Mexico. I want to go on a trip. Yeah. So we decided to go to the Hyatt Ondas Mayacoba. Uh, we have heard about it for a long time. People love it. Ondas are really nice anyway. One of the things I like about them is they give you free snacks. So I really like these little snacks. And we would get four of them. We'd get some mixed seeds, some nuts, some gummy bears, and some chocolate-covered raisins. So if we hadn't gone through them that day, then I would hide them in my suitcase or the safe so that they'd think we'd gotten through them so we'd get more every day. So, you know, that's just a little travel hack I want to pass on to you all. <laughs> Put the gummy bears in the safe so that they restock them. That is Pam's. Travel hack of that, the day. My hack for the day. So we booked the Hyatt Ondas Mayakoba. You can book it for 25K um, a night, which that room, just a basic standard room there goes for about $500 a night. Jess kindly used a sweet upgrade award that she had for um, on hand because she is the Hyatt queen. And we were able to upgrade to a suite, and it was massive. I think it was about a thousand square feet. It had a we had a pull um, a railway bed put in there for the snorer of the group. I won't tell you who that is, but you can imagine whoever's oldest is usually the snorer. And that room would have gone that suite would have gone for seven hundred and seventy four dollars a night. Yeah, and I just want to clarify twenty five k meaning 25,000 points a night, not $25,000 a night. So, um, clarification. <laughs> yeah, so 25,000 Hyatt points a night. We were there for four nights, so 100,000 total plus the free suite upgrade. So it was a very good uh, value for our points there. Yeah, one of the things, just to put it in perspective for you guys, if we were paying $774 for that room, if you were going to stay in a Marriott room that costs that much, you would probably be paying 100 k Points. 100,000 points. Yes. Sorry. I, mean, I, I speak my language. One time, 
I did that on Instagram and all these people were sending me DMs and were like, that $25,000. I was like, oh no, sorry, I forgot to include points. So now I'm like really cautious of always saying points. I have a hard time going, you know, in my mind, it makes sense. 25K is always points because that's the currency that I'm always using for hotels. So sorry. So um, all three of us right now are globalists. Now, Jess went ahead and booked this. And so the globalist benefit that we got with this, because we already used the suite upgrade award. um, So we didn't get an upgrade for that. But we had free breakfast every morning and the breakfasts were amazing. A huge, huge breakfast buffet, all the fruit you can imagine, all the pastries that you can imagine. There was a quesadilla station. Um, There was an omelet station. And then they had this huge station just of different hot Mexican breakfast items. And they had some bread pudding that was amazing. They had breakfast that Europeans would like. It was just, you know, it was just an amazing breakfast bar. So a breakfast buffet. So we really enjoyed that the whole time that we were there. Quickly, too, if anybody doesn't know, when referring to globalists, that's the highest status within Hyatt. So as a globalist, you get free breakfast among some other nice things as well. Yeah. And and we, Alex and I, both reached Globalist with a fast track this year. Actually, Alex, I think, ended up doing it the, the real way She in the end. And Jessica also did it. You have to stay, I believe, it's 60 nights in a year to get Globalist. Is that correct, girls? Yeah, it's 60 nights. But you do not have to actually stay all 60 nights. Like any nights you get from spend on your credit cards like the Hyatt personal card also comes with five elite nights towards status just from having the card so there are little ways that you can kind of you know get away with not fully staying 60 nights in a hotel because that is a lot for most people so maybe in the show notes we can link to I I wrote a blog post about how to earn Hyatt globalist status without staying 60 nights. So we will link that for you in the show notes. And I think that's great because globalist um, benefits are amazing. As far as activities um, in the resort, they had bikes. They were just all around. So you could just pick one up and ride wherever you wanted to go to. They had an eco cruise where we got on a boat and they took us around to in the uh, canal. Was it a canal? Lagoon. Lagoon, in the lagoon, and we went past some other hotels that are in the area. In that area are some really nice hotels. There's a rosewood, a banyan tree. And so it's just really fun to go around and see them. We saw tons of turtles. We saw crocodiles sunning on um, a rock. We saw fish. It was just really fun to be able to go around and see what was in the area because honestly, we didn't really leave that area. We pretty much stayed. We didn't go into uh, Playa del Carmen, which is close, or we didn't go to any of the ruins, which are day trips that you can take. We just stayed in the resort. Um, there's also, at the resort, they do have some activities that you're able to do for a little bit of uh, cash, like uh, taco making, making, learning how to make ceviche. I think they had some, um, did they have tequila tasting or something like that? I think so. Yeah, they had tequila tasting. There's a, I mean, they had, they had a whole sheet with a schedule that they left in our room with both free and paid activities. So pretty much anything you could think of, lots of like different exercise 
classes, food making classes, drink tasting classes. So they had a wide variety of a lot of different things. And they had a nice spa too that we visited and that was really great. So that's all around great. And I think that's one of the things that all three of us will do lots of times is because we're saving so much in points and miles, we'll usually treat ourselves to a spa treatment. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. And one other thing I want to add is, and I don't, sorry if you already said this, but I don't think you had though, but for those of you that don't know, the Mayakoba area, it's a gated community with the four resorts. So I know my mom listed a couple. There's Banyan Tree, there's a Fairmont, and the Rosewood, and then the Ondas. And it's really neat because these areas all connect so you can, and they'll give you bikes. So they have bikes at all the resorts. So you can ride your bikes to the different resorts. You can take a shuttle, a golf cart. It's really, I thought it was really cool how they're all connected like that. And you feel like you're more in like a forest than you are, or like, I felt like it kind of had like Costa Rica more vibes than I didn't really feel like I was in Mexico. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we said quite often that we felt like we were in Costa Rica. Now, one of the things that we really liked was being able to go over to the other restaurants for eating, although the food was good where we were staying. We went over to the Banyan Tree, and let's just say I'm in love with that place. And I kept talking about going back sometime and maybe using some of my Capital One Venture Miles there or something because it was a beautiful resort. We ate at a restaurant called Cello that was Italian. Incredible. You felt like you were just in this other world, um, birds making the most magical sound at nights, lanterns lit up, you know, it was incredible, you know. So then Jess had the idea that she wanted to go to back there, but go to another restaurant. She wanted to go to a restaurant called Saf, was that? Yep, Saffron. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not a very good ethnic eater. And this was a Thai restaurant. And I was like, I don't know. And I just like, Push yourself out of that comfort zone, Pam. So we ended up going over to Saffron, and it ended up being my favorite meal of the trip. It was an incredible experience where they greeted you. You did a Thai hand-washing ceremony. They put flowers in your hair. The service was impeccable. And again, it was just gorgeous and a magical, magical um, eating experience. So all in all, we absolutely loved our stay at the Andaz Mayakoba. We would absolutely go back. One other thing I want to add to, what was that restaurant we ate at the Andaz on the beach? I forget what the name of it is. Dan with an S. Was it pretty uh, Cochina Milagro, something like that? No, that was the that was the kitchen. Oh, that was the breakfast one. Yeah. This one begins with an S and it's amazing. Basically, if you go to the Andas, make sure you make reservations and you eat at the restaurant on the beach. It is so pretty. Like, it was it was really dreamy down there. I loved that. Yes, that one was, yeah. There was, I loved having all those food options at all the, you know, you can eat at all those different resorts. And the Andas, you know, provided transportation to the other resorts, too, for dinner or lunch. So, I just, I thought that that was nice, that it was like, you're sort of leaving your resort without actually leaving your resort. So Jess had a stay. She stayed somewhere else. She stayed in Cabo. And I want to hear all about it because I think it's a place I'd like to go to. 
Pam, I think you would love it. It was amazing. So in October, my daughter had a week. They have these random weeks off of school. So she had a week off of school in early October, which is nice for us because we get to travel at some non-peak times during the year. So for her fall break, I took her and my oldest stepdaughter to Cabo. We flew Southwest Airlines and got an amazing deal. It was, I think it was like 11 or 12,000 Southwest miles round trip for each of us. So we're talking like 36,000 Southwest miles round trip from Houston to Cabo, which was amazing deal. And then I have wanted to stay at the Cape for years It is in Cabo. It's right, like all the rooms have are facing the ocean, have ocean views, and there are unobstructed views of El Arco there, which is like that famous arch in Cabo. And it lived up to the hype, um, especially with the globalist benefits that we got. I will say it is not, it's not adults only, but it's definitely like more of an adults-only vibe than the Andas Mayacoba was. And obviously, based on what Alex said about the Ziva, that seems very family-friendly. So we did ring my daughter. She was nine at the time, and she loved it. Like, we had a great time. We did see a handful of other kids there, but it is definitely not super kid-friendly. They don't have any sort of like kids club. They don't have kids activities the way that the Ziva and the Andas Mayakoba do. So I think it's kind of just, you know, your kid best. They had a swim up bar and mine was just like totally fine with swimming up to the bar, getting a virgin strawberry daiquiri, lounging around in the pool. But if you have kids that are going to want to be doing like cannonballs into the pool and are more rowdy than probably not the cape is where you want to go yeah i don't think i'll be taking my four boys there (laughs) i mean it's just they probably wouldn't be well received at the pool (laughs) if they're like splashing and doing cannonballs but or throwing a football around probably not the place to be throwing a football yeah i will say if you are looking to do an adults only vacation or like a girlfriend's getaway. It I do think based on everything I've heard and experienced that the Cape might be your best bet for that. You know, if you're wanting something a little bit more luxury, it's definitely a boutique hotel, so it's much much smaller than either of the other two. Everything is like easily walking distance. It's it's nowhere near the Mayakoba size of needing like a golf cart or anything like that. There are a couple of pools. They're both great. They have like an infinity pool that overlooks the ocean. All of the rooms have ocean views. You know, even just the standard room has an ocean view, which was amazing. And we, yeah, so I am, like I said, I'm globalist. So we were upgraded at check-in. I had just booked the standard two queen room for us and the Cape is a Category 6 Hyatt, which means that standard rooms are 25,000 points a night. But the four nights that we booked were actually off-peak. So we only paid 21,000 points a night. So 84,000 Hyatt points total for four nights. And they were going for like $900 to $1,000 a night. Um, That's when I crazy. Checked, when That's I checked the cash price. Such yeah. a good use of those points. I know. It was such a good deal. And then at check-in... 
we were upgraded to a Thompson suite on the top floor of the hotel. So we had these amazing ocean views from our balcony. The room was huge. I think it was like 11 to 1200 square feet. King bed, huge balcony with like a swing and a sitting area. And then the couch turned into a king size bed. So it was like there was a king size bed in the bedroom and then the doors closed. And in the living room, the housekeeping made up the couch into like a king size pullout sofa every night. So it was insane and amazing. And my daughter was very excited about the size of the room. And she has very bougie taste now, like her mother. <laughs> so, but it was cute. They left her, they left her, like the the manager left her a little note and like a minion cookie welcome amenity. So it was, it was cute. Um, but yeah, I've seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures, Jess, and you're right. I do want to stay there. <laughs> you would, this is like right up Pam's alley. The breakfast was amazing. It is not all-inclusive. So that is one thing. Like, we got breakfast included as globalists, and then we paid cash for any snacks by the pool or dinners or anything like that. Um, So that is one thing to take into consideration. I tend to not be a huge fan of all-inclusives, so I kind of prefer, prefer the more boutique hotel experience, but if you don't want to have to worry about money, like Alex said, then the Ziva um, might be a better choice if you really want all-inclusive. But the food was amazing. The breakfasts were amazing with Globalist. They had acai bowls. They had French toast. They had pancakes. They had anything you could think of. It was not a buffet. It was a la carte. So I that's my other... I'm not a huge buffet lover. So I love just being able to like order off a menu lattes, smoothies, everything. And then the pool food was probably the best pool food I have ever had. They had sushi by the pool. And so I would get sushi for lunch and it was so good. And I also got these shrimp nachos that were really good. And so the food was so good. And I would totally go back and Pam, if you need someone to go back with you, I volunteer to be that person. Also, the beach is not. I know we need to go there for our. Oh, next I like season. that idea because you're selling um, me on this place. The beach. The other thing is the beach is not swimmable. That was not an issue for me because I don't like swimming in the ocean, anyways. Like I like to just look at the waves crashing and like see it and smell it, but I'm fine not actually swimming in it. If you need or really want a swimmable beach, then Cancun in general is just a better option. Cabo tends to not have very many swimmable beaches. So I think that that's it. I mean, it was we had a great time. I would totally go back. It's kind of just a different vibe from the other two, but I loved it. Yes, we all love Mexico. It's a great use of credit card points and miles. One of the things we really love about it is that all of the hotels have a major presence there. IHG, Hyatt, Marriott, and Hilton. So that makes it really easy to use credit card points and miles. And there are so many airlines that fly to Mexico. So it's really easy to get a flight and use your miles there. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast about sunny Mexico. 
Be sure and let us know if you've had any great stays in Mexico on Points and Miles. We'd love to share your stays with our readers, too. If this is the year you want to learn more about traveling nearly free anywhere in the world, check out our free masterclass, Start Traveling for Nearly Free. The link is in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.